The Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. And it is the Anton Savage Show and it is a tricky day for relationships. The, apparently the most challenging day for relationships because in theory people look ahead to Christmas and think, do I really want to do that with this guy or this girl, depending? Well, Fergal Harrington, dating expert and CEO of Intro Matchmaking is with us. Is it the impending Christmas period that makes people question their relationships? It is. It's kind of the perfect storm, really. Around the 10th, it's justifiable for Johnny to break up with Mary in the approach and the lead up to Christmas. If he does it on the 21st or 22nd, that's just him being just a not very great person. But if this uh, happens Oh, it's still now, pretty close, though, isn't it? it like, is very presents close. would be bought. Uh, they may not be. We're, tightness is a number one uh, pet hate from women towards men, to be honest with you. But not, not saying they're all tight. But, but it is something like, if you're spending the Christmas with the family and her family or his family... It, it adds that extra pressure and there's only be so many years the bridey, anti-bridey will be saying what about the ring now? Where's the ring, Johnny? And then so he's thinking geez, I can't take that so I need to get out of it now. But in the lead up throughout the year it's easier to be in a relationship than to not. But when it gets to December you're thinking okay, how much more pressure can I take from this? I need to just get out now with a shred of dignity. And I wonder are you also somewhat hothoused? Because if you're living with somebody during the summer you have more scope to not be in the house with them. Whereas when it gets dark at four o'clock that's a lot of mutual time on the couch. We have to wake up in the middle of the night to delete voicemails over the over the Christmas period because so many people are thinking I'm taking stock now. This year I accomplished it but this but I didn't get that so I need to now new year, new me. It's when we all look at our lives and see am, am I where I want to be and quite often I'm not and I'm in this relationship that's okay but it's not really the end goal for me to stay with this person so I need to just get out of Dodge now. See, I would have thought that argues for January being prime breakup territory that people would add it to the New Year's resolution and think I'm going to go into this year a singleton. But they also, well, in the lead up to Christmas and the holiday season and the, 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 the fun and games and the, the party season, they also want options and opportunities to be able to meet other people. Um, and when they're going back home to Tralee for the, for the, for the Christmas period, uh, they, they also want to be a little bit freer to be able to make decisions that they wouldn't ordinarily make and also January new year new me new job I'm not happy with my job I'm not happy with my relationship so I think they just they'd like to to enjoy a little bit of the December period um, of of a bit of freedom What then are the prime factors that lead to breakups whether it's this period or any other period? Well, with men, it would be sort of Peter Pan syndrome. It would be uh, commitment phobia. Um, it would be, yeah, the fear of actually settling down. I mean, one example would be a guy contacted me, 36 years of age. Um, for every year now, for the last 12 years, he's been calling and I'm probably a bigger fool to spend time talking. But he started giving out to me then when he's 48, saying, why won't I give him a 33-year-old? And I said, well, number one, we don't give people to people, Johnny. And number two, she might have been 33 if you did this when you were 36, but you didn't. So it's the fear of decision-making. It's, it's not being able to actually plan ahead. Women are fantastic at planning ahead and saying, in five years, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be in this career, that, da, 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 da. I'll be married, I'll have kids. Guys just float along thinking, Irish, in this arrogant kind of way, I can have kids whenever I want, so I don't need to make a decision now. Sure, I'm grand. I'm a guy. This, this. But surely there is an element of practical. I mean, men may not be beleaguered with the same biological clock issues that uh, women face, but you nonetheless would be looking saying, well, I don't want to be 107 when I have my first kids. They, they use examples of Robert De Niro and all sorts of guys on the phone saying, if he can do it at 80, why can't I? And I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that he's an A-list you know, Hollywood celeb. But, you know, if you're 45, I get calls every single day saying, I'm 45, could I meet maybe a nice 25-year-old? Have you got any of those in the books? I was like, we do have 25-year-olds in the books. But the problem there is, a 25-year-old woman doesn't want to meet a 45-year-old man. So we, we fail to, to appreciate the fact that it's not all about what I want. They have to want me back. Peter Pan syndrome for the men. What for the women then? The, the, the annoyance that the guy is indecisive, that, not to be very controversial, but to say, mammy's boys. You know, spoiled rotten by mammy. 
Mammy cooks a great uh, spud on a Sunday and he's looking for almost a replacement Mammy. And sometimes he still calls his mother Mammy and that gives the women an awful lot of an ick um, feeling. You well, know. there's an ick to calling your mother Mammy, is there? Well, no, if you're over, I'd say, 10, 11 and you're still doing it, probably, yeah, would create a bit of an ick. I don't know. I have been at, and maybe this isn't the, the, exactly the, the most upbeat of, of um, connections, but I have been at funerals where I have seen grown adults refer to their parents as Mammy or Daddy and I have found it very touching. Touching, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if that, that man is going to get approached by too many women saying, I really liked what you said about your Mammy there. That's the other thing. When they're looking for a romantic, you know, male, they want decisiveness. They want to know that the guy has his house in order. And women are so organised and so, as I said, But hang on a minute. Planning. If they got into the relationship with this mammy's boy in the first place, they knew what they were signing up for. They can't suddenly discover, well, because he likes his mammy, which I knew when I started going out with him, now I'm going to break up. She does want him to like his, uh, like his mammy. She just, want, just doesn't want him to call her that. And doesn't want to say, well, well, she does this for me and she does that for me and I still get my, my meals made and my clothes washed. I mean, that just really gives women an awful lot of a feeling of, oh, this guy isn't ready for it. If they're the most common reasons for the breakup, What's the most common methodology? When you talk to uh, clients who have been previously broken up with, is it face-to-face? Is it text? Is it fax? How do people do it? Yeah, well, now, if, if, if you're doing it over text after a year or two or three of a relationship, that is a real, real, real cop-out. Mainly uh, face-to-face, but a lot of the time, the women are the ones who have to instigate and say, where is this going? What is actually happening? Because you're burying your head in the sand. You're just completely ignoring the fact that we are together now for six years. I want to have children. You are still just saying, Arsha, we're grand the way we are, aren't we? No, we're not. We, we need to know, is this going somewhere? Because if it's not, I, I want to know and tell me now. So women will bring up the question. Then, then the guys will say, oh, you're just bothering me now. You're, just, you're putting an awful lot of pressure on me. And we're thinking, no, it's not pressure. You're 39. You are together six years. You need to get in or get out. But is that therefore that the relationship itself may be functioning just fine and dandy, but it isn't progressing? Not progressing. That's the thing. That's, the thing. That's what wrecks women's head. Uh, and they're thinking, okay, well, I, I do. And now we're getting more and more women coming in now having had children themselves through IVF. And then they decide, I'll have the baby first, then I'll meet the guy after. Because it's just, we're very slow to react. And there's about... Does that make it more challenging to make a match if, the, if either side already has kids? It does at times. And but there's double standards everywhere. People say, I have kids, but I don't want them to have kids. Or, you know, well, what choice do they have? I mean, they have, they, they want to have kids, so they might as well do it themselves and then, then meet after. Uh, but it's, 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 it's a lot of double standards, but there's also people, if they don't want to meet you because you have children, well, you shouldn't want to waste your time in the first place with that person. Text saying um, no woman wants to look after another child in a partner at another. A friend's partner broke up with her over Christmas as he said he wasn't ready. Two years later, married with a baby on the way. Have you come across the orange peeling test for relationships? Tell me. I read about this the other day and I am fascinated by it. Uh, it's it's um, a psychologist in the US who sort of did a, a lot of uh, quantitative analysis of relationships. And he said that one of the measures that you can tell if your relationship is good is if you ask your partner to do an innocuous task for you, and the best example is peeling an orange. So mm-hmm. if you get an orange, you walk up to your partner and say, will you peel that orange for me? If they go, like, who broke your fingers? And whatever, mm-hmm. as long as they peel it, yeah. the basis of the relationship is good. If what they say is, no, you're entirely able to peel your own orange, and they don't do it, then you've got rot at the core of your relationship. So right. if you want to check, hand somebody an orange, you go, will you peel that for me? <laughs> okay. And if they don't do it, then you've got problems. Text saying, your mammy will always be your mammy. Partners come and go. Some stick around brackets if they can cook like mammy. Indeed. So are you suggesting that if that is from a guy, that is the type of guy who would find it difficult to (laughs) get a long-term partner? Yes. If you do find yourself in the awful vista of facing into Christmas, having been broken up with, as one of the texters outlined, what do you do? 
say yes to everything get out put yourself out there an awful lot of the time people will call me and they'll say oh god I'm so sick and fed up of being, uh, being single but then I say what are you doing proactively now to not be single and they often say well nothing really because I don't want to put my face out there on online dating sites because then everyone would know me but also uh, I don't want to join uh, you know hiking clubs and stuff like that because it's also very cliche so they're doing nothing about not being single but then at the same time we are, we're complaining about being single so being proactive and, and setting out a target and an achievable goal and saying in the next year I'm going to do X, Y and Z and if I don't don't do that, well then I've only myself to blame. So accountability, responsibility, and not just ringing up and saying, okay, you're a fancy dating agency on Grafton Street, so I'm going to tell you now exactly what I want, where I want it. You have to start thinking about what they're looking for as well as what you're hoping for and ask a very sensible friend to put, bring you down to earth. Now, maybe I've watched too many Tom Hanks and Meg mm-hmm. Ryan movies, but, but what of organic spontaneity? But yeah, what's meant for you won't pass you by is my least favourite expression. It does pass people by and that's why they don't make plans. They watch too much love actually and think it's all going to happen in this meet cute moment. It doesn't happen. They don't come knocking on your door, especially in this country. Everyone's paranoid about being famous. This sounds very like corporate networking. Like I have to land a sale. This is like the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross approach to finding a relationship. Treat it like if you want to get fit, you go to the gym. If you want to get educated, go to college. If you want to meet someone, you come to us. So it's it's just how it is these days. Always be closing. Indeed. (laughs) ABC. Uh, text saying, what if the men aren't saving or studying or looking for jobs that pay? What if they're happy if the woman does all that stuff? Is there an issue there? Uh, I, I, well, I, I, well, academic snob- snobbishness is one of the biggest uh, reasons why there's an awful lot of single women. Because women will spend longer in third level education and then they'll equate intelligence solely with academic qualifications. So women will call me and say, well, I've got a PhD from Trinity, Trinity College. So unless he has one, I'm not going to be his equal. Ah, they don't. I do. They no. do. They do. About eight a day on average. And you have people who are saying I won't date somebody because of their degree. Because they don't have a degree. And no. For every one woman in Ireland who has third level, there's only 0.6 of an equivalent male. The one for one doesn't actually exist. So when the women are Which looking... What difference does it make if you've got a degree or you don't have a degree? Well, she equates it with intelligence. So she thinks I won't be able to have a proper conversation with this person, even though he... Oh, because he's a builder, she'll say. But I'll say, well, he's a building contractor in South Dublin with 70 guys working for him. He's well able to talk to you, but they don't give him a chance. They stonewall him. Because they don't think the academic qualification is sufficient. Exactly. Text saying, what should I watch out for if I'm worried about the relationship? We've been together years now and the spark is gone a bit. You have me worried now, says the text. Have a discussion. Irish people are, are very guilty of living through things without actually discussing what's going on. So have a discussion. And if it's awkward and it doesn't amount to where you want to, to go, then get out. Or even just hand him an orange, see if he peels it. And if he does, you're probably all right. Exactly. Fergal, thank you so much. That is <laughs> Fergal you. Harrington, dating expert and chief executive of Intro Matchmaking. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PWC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.